month, dude. It has been fast and furious. We were out and about. I know you were out and about this week. I looked at the uh, the pitch count, as as it were. There's a lot of shit out there, dude. <laughs> I feel like August was a long month. I feel like we got like an extra weekend or well, something. Get used to it because September is power month. There's five weeks. I love it. I'm loving it. I'm yeah. absolutely loving it. Like what a Give strong mid part of the year. If you live under the philosophy that every day is its own journey and just get up, fasten your seatbelt and just do it. You know, it's, uh, it really doesn't matter where it fits, but I, I can tell you this in all candidness. I can't wait until it cools off, man. It is freaking hot. Oh, you're going to have coffee with Chris today. I had coffee with Chris yesterday at Sith and Co. And we sat outside and I wore jeans because I was wearing a shirt that goes with jeans. And that was a major mistake. Like by halfway through the coffee, we were sitting in the shade, but I was like dripping in sweat. And he was there in shorts and a polo. So I was like, oh, I wish I would have wore shorts. Free the legs, as Jake would say. I am wearing shorts today. So uh, it is is our time for coffee, as you said. So let's make no mistake about it. You get to speak tonight. Shay, show me where Mark is speaking. Boom. I cannot wait. So it's the Greater Fort Lauderdale Chamber. It's their rising leaders group. And this is one of uh, the early events that they're having that they're trying to create a eat and learn or a drink and learn or an eat, drink, think, if you will. And I'm excited to get up there and share the stage with Casey. And it's not, you know, it's not a presentation per se. It's really a conversation. It's a chance for me to get to tell my story about what it was like coming into the market after not being here for 15 years and having to essentially start from scratch to build myself a network of people that has helped me be successful up to this point. So I'm coming, Shay's coming, Jake's coming, Howie's coming. So you'll have the peanut gallery. But just so that we keep it real, this is the dude that will be there. That Oh, you're <laughs> We're doing it, baby. Show me the journey, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's wonderful. That's August 31st. Like that listen, August 31st, 2013. That man uh, was getting ready to play Purdue. And uh, that so, is correct. Uh, you were at the team hotel, and that was unbelievable. What a picture that is. Kitty what a hairstyle with glasses. Kitty will be there. Good stuff. Um, so uh, I was out last night with uh, my favorite gentleman who runs. Um, Aflac. Oh, so Shay, they said it was a black screen. What happened? Oh, they didn't get to see the picture. Thank God. <laughs> yes, that's a win for me. Uh, that is a win for me. <laughs> you have no idea what you people are missing. Oh, he's on YouTube, so he's on YouTube. People on YouTube got to see it. So thank you, LinkedIn, for messing up again. But I was out last night doing what I love to do, and that's connecting the dots. Uh, Shay and I went and met with Rick Whalen. Uh, We're developing more strategies for the Aflac business. We brought our friend, our new friend, Matt DiGregorio. Um, And, you know, when you just hit it right, you hit it right. So we were at... Uh, Count de Monte Cristo in Boca, smoking, drinking, everybody got hungry. We walked next door. We went to New Haven Pizza. Look at that pizza, Howie. That's some good pizza. Yeah, pizza looks legit. 
And that pizza turned out to be this pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't last long. Just the craziness. Uh, anyway, fun night. Really uh, shout out to Rick Whalen. He tells us, and this is the power of the huddle. He goes, when we mention his name, his phone is lit up all day. His phone and his email with people we don't know. They go, dude, I'm glad you turned me on to that huddle. We watch him all the day. So, uh, That's awesome. you know, uh, crazy, crazy. Oh, Scott. Took yeah, was- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Appreciate that. Awesome. So that's all the fun stuff. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We had our bald brother um, Gino on yesterday, which we got amazing, amazing response to. Uh, We had his um, remedies this morning, the quiet quitting remedies. Let's wake up and get right to it. everybody knows the clarification here is LinkedIn mobile is having a problem. So I usually keep the mobile screen on my phone and that's blank right now or going in and out, but no problem on desktop and no problem if you've subscribed to YouTube. So um, I thought Gino was amazing yesterday. Before we get started, what were your thoughts, your comments? Yeah, I mean, you know, part of the reason that I'm so glad of having Gino on the team is because we are so aligned in the way that we think and what we talk about. And I thought his actionable advice on how to avoid the quiet quitting and also the insight into this is not something new, right? This is something that he's seen in all of the businesses he's been involved in throughout his career. And it's a really simple conversation around, you know, high achievers versus mediocre performers. So uh, Casey wants the picture for tonight's presentation. That will not be happening. Jay, I will make sure that that is not happening because if that does happen, that uh, may significantly affect the things that happen in December at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> There's leverage here. <laughs> I think it reminds me of uh, Goodfellas where it's like, you know, I want my money. So Gino followed up and, and left us some nuggets. You called them noodle nuggets. Um, he said, here's some stuff for employers. Here's some stuff for employees. You want to dive into it? Yeah, sure. I mean, he, he gave it very, very simple, actionable, what you need to do from an employer side, which the first thing was hire right. And I think when he talks about that, he says, improve your hiring process to ensure that you have the right fit and don't settle. That, that's the, the last part of that, I think, is what's really important, right? Like if you define a seat, if you define that, that you are in need of a human being, then you should never settle for bringing somebody into that role or never try to sell yourself on why that person is a fit because the integrity of the organization is so important to the future success of it that if you choose to sell yourself or you try to sell yourself or if you settle for somebody, then you know you're immediately impacting 
what the potential is for the organization. So, I, you know, I think it's really interesting because you used to recruit players every year. That was your hiring process. You know, who you hired, what, what who you brought in the organization matters. Right. You know, talked about right person. A lot of football terms are, you know, best available person, regardless of position. You bring in the right people, the right things happen. You, you always find a home. That so, to me was when he when he said, you know, usually you find great people when you're not looking. That's the whole point is don't settle. If if just because you're looking doesn't mean you have to apply the pressure to yourself to fill that job. If you need that person or you need that role filled, find different ways to fill it until you find the right person to hit it. So I love the list. I know it'll. You know, I can't wait for Gino to do that for some of our clients. But the interesting thing to me is that the word alignment showed up for employers yep. and it showed up for employees as well. It's like, if you're not asking the right questions, if you're not digging deep and saying, hey, what's going on here? What, why is that position open? Um, I don't know who the birds, who that is. Do you know? I don't know who the the birds are on uh, on YouTube, but I love the name and thanks for being here this morning. But um, one thing he talked about in there was involvement from the employer side, right? And you know, involving people in the development of goals, in the roles and responsibilities, in the growth, and keeping people you know engaged with what's happening is important. I was watching the Hulu documentary about the Lakers this morning, finished episode two. And I don't know that there's a better embodiment of that when the head coach, which was Pat Riley, in front of the entire audience goes, I'm guaranteeing you we're winning a second championship. People went nuts. The re- well, the action, the reaction from the players was like, dude, Fuck. what the, f- and then after that, his explanation was, I'm going to make you own your greatness. I'm not going to allow you to take a breath. I'm going to involve you in this. I'm going to pull you in with me to say, Hey, we're better than what we've done in the past. We're better than just one championship. I'm going to force you to own the standard of being as good as you could possibly be. And he talked about all of the maturity and all of the things that happened after that. But being a part of it together and saying, I may set the standard, but I'm only setting the standard to hold you accountable to what I know you're capable of. I was like, you know, it's like 530 in the morning. I have this on the TV and I'm like, this is the most fantastic thing I've ever seen. Laura asks a real question. And this is why I love this format and I love our call people for our call today reached out and gave us a win and said, what do you want to work on? You know? So this is a really good question. When you wake up early and you have your time choreographed, there's plenty of time for input of information. To me, it's like, you drink stuff about Pat Riley. You're a better person during the day. You just, I mean, you know, just, just oozing all of this stuff. So if you get up and you put shit in your system, if you watch the news, right? Ooh, man, then you're all funked out about how bad everything is and all the, the garbage. If you put good in, good comes out, you know, naturally. And so it really is a fantastic question. If you, the, you know, your diet is what you 
view, what you read, you know, what you listen to. I was listening to some amazing Tim Ferriss put together something really cool. And he said, you know, I don't get to listen to all the podcasts I want of even the people I like. So he reached out to certain people and he said, send me your best, send me your best, send me your best. And he is sharing the best of Jocko and the best of Simon. And, you know, so it's a great little format because he did the filtering for me and I can pick and choose each of those. So really great topic. Um, Look, it took us three days of quiet quitting. It's an issue. I'm glad we hit it head on. Let's get into some motivational music. And then I have more exciting news about that gentleman sitting next. So here's one thing about that song is I don't think I've heard it in over a decade, yet I somehow know every single word. As soon as it started, all the words started flowing. I'm like, I can't remember last week what I did. Somehow those lyrics are stuck in my head forever. Unbelievable. Nice to see everybody migrating over to YouTube. Thank you. Um, This is the place to be, obviously, because they have their shit together. It never goes wrong there. LinkedIn continues to struggle, but uh, more exciting news on this this son of mine that is just conquering. I think of you as Pac-Man. <laughs> you are just bowing <laughs> through challenges. So the book launches next week, which we're super jacked about. That is a real body of work. Um, so congratulations there. Thank but you. you don't have to wait to write a book to share your thoughts. And there are platforms like Medium, which now Mark is a Medium author. Yeah. So the first article on Medium is out, and it's about embracing change, which the foundation of that article is actually the forward of your book, right? I mean, that's where I first really thought about, I was sitting there at Lafayette. It was my fifth school in 10 years, or it was my fifth school in my coaching journey, and it was like, Let me really embody what the struggle of change is because you could tell yourself all the right things. You could say, I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to find the opportunity in it, but that doesn't make it easy. Change is still a struggle. Change is still really difficult. So I wanted to dissect it. I wanted to talk about what were the hard parts of change? Why is it difficult? What about 
doing something different? What about not being sure about what the outcomes are? What about challenging what I know and trying to do something different is makes it that struggle? And how do you become successful with it after having done it five different times at five different schools and seeing what it really took to create the change necessary? So what's the purpose of doing that? So I want you to share why do that. So for me, it's about understanding, right? For me, it's about not just going through the journey, but it's about, and this, I guess, is a coaching skill. You never just played the game and moved on to the next one. You went back and you broke down. What did I do? What did we do well? What did we not do well in order to really figure out how to perfect the game plan moving forward? How do we continue to get 1% better? How do we find the little things? And, oh, I'm going to go back to this documentary from this morning. When they wanted to repeat, right, with the Lakers, what what Pat Riley said to the team was, is I want everybody to get 1% better. I want everybody to take their career best in all of their categories and just get 1% better. If we've got 12 guys who all get 1% better in five different categories, the team will be 60% better and that will be enough for us to be hands down the best team in basketball and win a championship. So for me, it was about, I don't want to just recreate what I did at Cincinnati to have success. I really want to understand what we did there and how do I take that and navigate some of the changes that didn't go well and get better at what I did so that I wasn't just recreating, but I was doing something better. We were getting better as we handled all these changes. And that's what it's about to me is I can't know how to get better unless I take the time to review what happened and give an honest evaluation of it on both sides. So I love that. Um, I think the fabulous nature of the world we live in is like if years ago, if you'd said to me, you know, write an article and I'll get it printed in the New York Times, you'd go, <laughs> you, know, you can do that yourself. And what is so you know, clever about or candid about all of this stuff is crazy, is that years ago, I created a Medium channel, started yeah. to develop content, switched into LinkedIn, and basically forgot about Medium. Right. So I pulled my Medium article, which was December 6th, 2017. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. But, you know, I had said when, my Mar when Mark was 31, the world I was accustomed to changed dramatically. What seemed like out of nowhere, I was faced with the responsibility of shaping and molding this little human being, which was your son. <laughs> so I think what's really cool about that article that you wrote is I remember the group text exchange that I was in with you and Jake when you were talking about like, hey, if I were to, if I were to just ask you, what are some of the lessons that come to mind when you think about what I taught you? And we just started firing them in the group right. chat. And it was so cool to have that list of sayings, you know, and these are, are stuff we've talked these about are before. legitimately the backbone of what our brand was. Right. What was it like to be a Noodleberg? Yeah. Number one, if you're going to shake my hand, shake it firmly. Bam. Don't yeah. be that wet fish at the market, man. I love that. Um, it's some crazy stuff. I bid 15. We're not going to do all of them. Um, be a great tipper. You know, so like my grandfather taught me 
you know, you'll never think about the extra money that you left, right? right. They will, you know? So, you know, I always, you know, and you used to say to me, dad, man, you tip everybody. Yeah. Go watch Goodfellas. Jimmy right. is tipping everybody. And boom, you know what? Because that's how you make your way in the world. You recognize people who are providing a service. Now, let me ask you this. Um, what does tip stand for? To ensure prompt service. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, man. I love it. I love it my whole life. But I, I, that, the philosophy there, though, was take care of people, right? Like that to me is that's what that embodied. It wasn't about the financial giving. It wasn't just about recognizing the people of service. It was just the philosophy of take care of people when you can. If you have the opportunity to take care of somebody, do that. You know, I had this conversation with Jake, like when I go pick up an order for carry out, he's like, do you tip on that? On I that? Do. I do every single time. I don't tip the same as I would as if it w- I was there in, in the restaurant getting service. But I know that I'm gonna, I have the opportunity to take care of the cooks in the back, the people working the register, the people working at the restaurant. Why would I not take part in that? So that philosophy of tip everybody is just putting out there what you want in return at some point and having faith that you know whatever you put out there comes back to you tenfold so i love first of all that you're still up virginia it's like amazing to me that you show up early but the idea here like it was a sinatra move all day long if you tell me be like frank sinatra right right I am totally done. Anytime there's a picture of Sinatra, a movie of Sinatra, Sinatra singing, that to me was one of the coolest human beings ever lived. So the point I want to make here is that if you have something to say, it doesn't have to be in a little format like LinkedIn. Move over to Medium where it gets shared with a gigantic audience. Build your own channel. It's not difficult it is cool. It is aggressive. It is putting your brand out there in a relevant way. Congratulations to you because I am super proud. Thanks. And I would challenge everybody that that digital writing is a skill that will be mandatory as we continue to move on. So if you have not started to you know, flex that muscle and develop that skill, it's something that you should be working on day in, day out. So uh, once again, I implore you to join us on YouTube, no problems there. Uh, the audience is growing on YouTube, I love that. Um, for those that are on desktop LinkedIn, you had no problem. For those of you who are on mobile, I'm sorry that you didn't get the show. Um, it's a disappointing thing, but LinkedIn is a robust animal that, you know, them between them and StreamYard, hopefully they figure it out, but uh, we're still getting our numbers. We're still kicks I'll see you guys tonight. General provisions, be there or be square. Let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more.